Hey everyone, welcome to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. We only cater to adults 18 and above, so remember this podcast is not safe for work, as we like to say, NSF. Remember, you can always listen to us to your private time. Hello, kinky and kink curious folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. And on this podcast, we're going to discuss scenting. But what is a scent? So, without further ado, let's get into it. Hey guys, there's been a lot of conversations about uh, simps. And what are simps? Simps are... The definition of simps would be the good guys that finish last. Why are simps being called to the carpet right now. Why is there a distinction between the alpha male community and the simps? You got the red pillars, which is the alpha males, and you got the blue pillars, which is the beta male simps. What is all this that I'm speaking of? And maybe you've never heard of it. Maybe some of you have. So here's my list of reasons why good guys finish last. And I'm going to read my list, and then I'm going to go over each point. Number one, too accommodating. Number two, doing too much. Number three, routine gets boring. Number four, lack of sexual creativity. Number five, non-competitive. Number six, Lack of leadership. And number seven, relationship suicide vest. That's the best for last. So let's get into it. Too accommodating. Yes. Beta males and simps are too accommodating. Men have to have lines Men have to have things that they, they do not negotiate on, things that they won't do. Beta males and simps, though they're not victims, they're not victims at all, but they're over-accommodating. And what we all understand is that very aggressive women and moderate to aggressive women need pushback. They need pushback. Unfortunately, Beta males do not seek out beta women. A lot of times beta males seek out the opposite. They seek out someone who's assertive. Therefore, those assertive types can take advantage of that beta male. And let me go here. It's not even that they take advantage of them. Like, this is what these dudes want. These dudes really, in a way, want to serve. They're betas. They're really kind of subservient. So... This is why, number one, why beta males finish last. This is why they don't really win when it comes to relationships because they're too accommodating. Again, a woman wants to know that she can't have all her ways with a man. And if she can have her way, she wants to work for it. She doesn't want to have it just given to her all the time. There are certain things that, yes, women want their way and it shouldn't be hard. Okay, alpha or beta male. However, 
if you make everything easy, what's the challenge for the woman? Other than to find another man. <laughs> but, okay, so we're not going to spend too much time on that. But again, too accommodating, number one. Number two, doing too much. What does that mean? He's doing the most, okay? He's just doing too much. That goes along a little bit with accommodating, but what does doing too much mean? It means he's doing stuff that she don't even require him to do. He's just doing the most, you know, um, helping her friends out, you know, or helping someone out in her family or in some situation where it's like, damn, you kind of overlooking her to help someone else out or do something for someone else. And it takes away from your relationship or from your woman. Or your woman is like, why are you going out of your way for this other female or this other person? And it seems like you're giving up something that is hers, that energy, that attention. You know, especially women can get territorial, right? Especially assertive women. They don't want to see that you're giving any attention or any help to someone else. I've been in situations and seeing guys get checked by their women, like, well, why are you helping that bitch out? You know, you're doing too much helping her out. Let her be. You know, where a guy might just be trying to help a situation. Like, I do believe, like, this situation was like, the girl was, like, looking for a ride home or something like that from a club. And he was just like, yo, I, you know, I'll drop you off. Well, you know, but he was going to go out of his way to drop her off and then take them home. And it's, you know, it's, and it, though it was his girl's friend to a degree and not even her close friend, like an acquaintance, she looking at him like, well, why are you trying, why are you doing all that? So that's what I mean by doing too much. And I'm sure you guys know exactly what that means, doing too much. When you looking at a dude like, why are you going all out for this person or this situation or whatever it is, or just or it's a situation that it's a dead-end street and he's just trying to force the issue. You know, that's what I mean by doing too much. That's not alpha male. That's not alpha male or assertive man stuff, right? As an assertive man understands the situation. You know, I, I'm not going to speak unless someone asks me to help them in this situation. Like, don't let me introduce another woman into the situation, especially... Uh, you know, someone that she may know, but is not really her best friend. And then I'm trying to over accommodate another woman. That is just not going to work. So that's what I mean by doing too much. And I'm sure I can come back later on with another example of doing too much. But for the sake of time, uh, I'm going to go forward into my third one. Routine gets boring. Baby. Routine gets boring. You know, I was watching a podcast today and a young lady said, you know the thing about good guys? They're boring. They're boring. Because they're very routine. They're very uh, pragmatic. They're... And, and in that routine, there's no excitement. Right? So... You can have a routine, but a lady would like to see some excitement. You know, take her out on a date somewhere. Do something different. Uh, you know, switch it up a little bit. You know, guys can get 
especially good guys, they feel like, oh, let me rush home. And, 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 you know, let me hurry up home and be there and and all this and all this kind of stuff. Uh, it becomes routine. It becomes very boring. You know, guys, when you're dealing with women, women have very expansive minds, right? And men are very simple. But good guys can be simple and routine, and that's not good. You got to have a little spice in there, guys, no matter what you do. You got to throw some wrinkles in there to keep a woman thinking, to keep her on the toes. You know, you might want to introduce a book in there. Uh, you might want to introduce uh, a different workout routine, right? I remember when uh, my friend and his wife, when their two kids graduated high school, one after the next, they said, look, we're definitely going to get back out once a week and date each other. So they dedicated Friday nights to them going out and dating each other, whether it was going to a fancy restaurant or to some kind of, you know, affair or just meeting up at a bar to have drinks and some food. They dedicated every Friday night to dating each other. And it started as their kids got further into high school 11th and 12th grade, you can kind of lead the girls home. You you know that they understand the rules and that they're not going to try to do no crazy stuff. They weren't those type of girls. So they started pre-high school. Um, I'm sorry, pre-graduation from high school for their daughters. And they started going, making sure that they dated each other once a, once a week. And then, you know, like once a year, they decided that they would go places together, go to um, Spain, go to Morocco, um, go to Paris. These are some of the places they would go. And then he would do some things by himself. He would like to go back home to St. Louis and his wife would go somewhere like Martha Vineyard with her girlfriends. So they still had things that they would do individually. And that keeps interest in your relationship because that means that y'all not on top of each other 24-7. So remember, routine gets boring, guys. And I get it. We can get very, I go to work, I watch the game on Sundays, and da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da, take my son to basketball practice, football practice, take the girls to ballet. We can get very bogged down into our routine, but we have to keep interest in our mate. Do not take for granted that your mate is just okay with the routine. It seems like she is, but maybe, you know, and, and you feel as though you are too. But really, men just complain to their to their barber or their friends, like, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go home. You know, that's my life. You know, they, they say these kind of things. Oh, you know, my life. I'm going to go home, be with the family. You know, she got her to-do, you know, her uh, she got her wifey to-do list today. Huh? Like, no, nah, that's, that's not, that's not good. You know, I was always taught that she has to have her thing, you have to have your thing, and y'all come together. But when one person doesn't have something that they do, like to do for themselves, they will lean on the other person, and that becomes unfair, and that becomes a lopsided kind of situation. So, gentlemen, and, and I think a lot of times men just take, we lean on our women in relationships in a way of like, whatever she wants to do, like she got the best ideas, right? I get it. 
But guys, we gotta we gotta start opening up our minds, you know. In particular, in my city, it's a restaurant town. So I always say, listen, man, no matter how much you want to spend, if you want to spend, let's just say, Applebee's or Friday Friday's money, restaurant money, you can do that in a city like Philadelphia because there's so many restaurants that you can go to a very nice restaurant with great ambiance and pay cheap prices and have a great experience. Whereas though, some towns, you only have Ruth Chris. You only have a chart house or, um, you know, State 48, something like that. So, but Philadelphia is very, very diverse. It's, and it's, it's a huge restaurant town. So there's plenty of places in the cut that you can find. That's a really great ambiance. They got great food. And you're not going to bust your head. Over food, you can spend less than $100 on a date, you know, and I'm talking about for drinks and food and have a good time and, and be well fed and have, you know, so guys, we have to just ask other men or ask other people like, yo, where did you go? Like, how was it? You know, or, or how about something simple? Pick up some Chinese food or, you know, your favorite little takeout and then go to the park. And sit in a car and just talk at night. You know, just mix it up. You know, it, it, it doesn't take much, but it does take a little bit of effort that we have to put forth, you know, to keep this thing spicy. Let's go. Number four, lack of sexual creativity. Here we go. That's boring. Come on, guys. Don't be scared to mix it up. How many guys have I heard come into the shop and talk about, you know, she's she going to get 15 minutes from me and then it's a done dunny. You know, or I'll say some stuff and they're like, oh, man, that's a little crazy. You, you believe in whips and chains and things like that. But it's so much more. It's so much more. You have to introduce something that keeps her mind going. What a lot of guys want to introduce can we have a threesome? <laughs> You're going to fuck it up anyway. Because you have no idea how to dominate the situation. How to have everything in pocket. So guys, I mean, get the Playboy channel. Get some porn going or something. Get some ideas on sexuality. And here's the thing. It's not all about penetration. It's not all about busting a nut. It's not all about all this grandiose stuff you may see online. It's just simple foreplay. Simple foreplay does the trick. Candles, scent, lights. I've talked about this before about doing sessions, but it's just certain things. Set the mood. Surprise her. Let her come home. You know, no kids. You know, the house is set up in a certain kind of way. Have sex on a washing machine. Have you ever tried that? You know, some of these guys, they only like missionary. They only like doggy style. Come on, y'all. Hit it from the side. Hit it, on the, hit it on the kitchen sink. Have sex in the shower. I mean, these are the things that we've, we've gotten away from. You know, man, put, you know, run a bath, run, run bath water. Okay? Take a gallon of milk. Dump it in the, dump that in the bath water, okay? Throw some rose petals in there. 
that right there cost you nothing but a ten dollar bag of rose petals and what was a gallon of milk now five dollars now so five dollars so for less than twenty dollars and some candles put some candles so for less than twenty dollars you can give your lady a great experience she and, and you know and stay in there talk with her have some wine come on guys you can really do some things and then after that moment you get her out the tub she's gonna be like putting your hands and that's gonna have her just feeling so grateful and appreciated that you actually took time to think of something like that to make her feel good i mean it's it's priceless and man you run a tub put the pedals in there put the milk in there had the candles on had the music going and get near yourself and just take care of her oh you know you might have sex in the tub Come on, guys. We gotta. We have to do a better job at sexual creativity. And there's too much going on the internet and right on your phone. So instead of looking at them threads with the with the Instagram chicks, man, type in, you know, um, foreplay in your web browser and get some tips, get some ideas. Come on, we gotta. Come on, guys. This is 2021. This is not 1921. Okay. Let's step our game up a little bit here, okay? Number five, not competitive. Ah, hmm, a lot of guys not competing out here. What do I mean by that? Not just like sports, anything like that, but you're not in anything that requires competition. And women see that. You know, whether you go out and play ball with the boys, whether you playing fantasy football, just something that you have that you talk about being competitive with other men. Even if it's at work, like I'm at work and I'm trying to be employee of the month or I'm trying to outdo the number one salesperson or whatever it is, but you got to speak it, you got to talk it, you got to walk it because it breeds confidence. Win or lose, if you're competitive, they appreciate the energy. People do. It brings out your manliness, your magnetism to be competitive amongst other men. Even if you work out, right? A lot of working out is, is a lot of guys work out. They don't work out for women. They work out because they want to show the men how big they are and how much of a man they are, you know? It's about being competitive. It's about being in the game of life and being competitive. Even if it's Something non-physical. Even if it's I'm into the stock market and I'm doing my thing and I'm out here winning, doing the stock markets every day. I'm day trading and all that. It's about being competitive. Find something that you're passionate about and can be competitive with and do that and speak on it because that breeds confidence. That makes your woman feel like my man is out here doing his thing. You don't want your woman to be like... You know, John, he here, he on the sofa watching it like he always do, talking about Tom Brady and LeBron James. Ah, ah, ah. They need to be like, my man is out getting it. He's out there slaying dragons, girl. Huh? My man is doing it. He out here slaying dragons. That's how you want your woman to feel about you. But if you just a bump on the log, they're like, I got a man. I got a man. But then when they go out here in the street, 
right? And they're out in public, and they run across a man with that swag, with that look, with that hunger in his eyes, and he got that passion flowing off from his, from his coming out of his mouth, all in, in, in his clothes is on point, and he feeling like, you need to be with me. Man, you make a choice hard for a woman. Because every woman wants a man that's desirable by other women. Come on. Even as a man, I want to know that other men want my woman. I mean, if no one wants my woman, damn. I, but I ain't, what I have ain't shit. So you, you want to be competitive, guys. I mean, we're men. We're competitive by nature. If you don't have that nature in you, better go find some. I would say fake it, but you can't fake being competitive. You just got to get in the game. Some game. There's plenty of games going on. X Games... Games, games, games. I mean, something. Bowling, tennis, something. Come on, y'all. Get competitive. Number five, number six. Lack of lead her shit. I talk about this a lot. You guys know where I got the term from. Lack of lead her shit. Gentlemen, do you know where you're going to? Do you like the things that life is showing you? This is what we're talking about. Do you know where you're going? If you know where you're going, then it's easy to have someone else to follow you. Because whoever's going to be in your life, they're going to be believing in where you're going. And, where you, and they're saying, I want to be with this guy. Because I like what he's talking, I like what he's about, and I can see how the things he want, and he's going after them, and he's knocking off um, item after item off that list, and I see it, and they jump on that. A man that's just walking through life, just waiting on what's going to happen next, that's not a man to follow. That's the man to be careful of, because he is a kite in the wind. And you don't want to be a kite in the wind, you want to be that rock. You want to be that uh, that lighthouse in the storm where the light is on, is blinking, bringing them ships home to safety. You know, showing them where to go, showing them where the rocks are. You want to be a leader. You don't you don't want to be a pawn. You want to be a mover of the pawns, a mover of the pieces, not a piece. Okay, you have to know how to lead others. And if you don't know, I always tell people this, if you don't know, go buy books. They have a book called Leadership for Dummies. How simple is that? Go get you a book. Learn what leadership is. Who do you like to follow? Figure out what traits they have and follow that. Come on, guys. We have to do a better job at being leaders. A lot of what we're seeing out here today, and I don't want to get uh, shaming or blaming women, but a lot of a lot of men have been raised by their mamas or their grandmothers, and they have not been taught how to be competitive because they've been spoiled, nor have they been taught how to lead. And growing up, you always said, you want to be a leader, not a follower. Man, that's huge. But we've raised generations of followers because of the systematic things that's happened to us 
in this society of free will and everybody can do whatever they want. So it's just not systemic racism and all that. Yes, that's a huge part of it for people of color. But people of non-color are struggling too with marriages, with leadership, and their men. So this just is not something specific to any one uh, racial group. Leadership and lack thereof is a huge, huge issue. Lack thereof is a huge issue in our society and women are suffering from that. Our kids are suffering from it. And what we have now is a huge thing divide going on amongst men where men want to separate themselves from I'm a red pill from the blue pill. Remember, red pill are alpha males. Blue pills are beta males. And so now you got this kind of thing going on between men where we're separating, right? But then you got beta males who've been losing the women, right? Being taken advantage of. Well, not really taken advantage of, but allowing themselves to be used. And now because we're dividing lines, now they want to jump over and say, I'm a red pill guy. But those are your domineering guys. They're not the dominant guys. They're the domineering guys who's spewing a bunch of commands with nothing behind it. If they're shooting a gun, it's filled with blanks and they got no lead in it at all. You can tell because a lot of times these guys are hyper aggressive and they really don't like their ideas being challenged, nor can they back their bullshit up. They're just saying shit that sounds good that they might have heard the alpha males say, but if you ain't walking that walk and living this life, they get they get called out, they get found out every day. And it's a huge thing going online in what we call the manosphere on YouTube. There's guys being called out for being fakes, giving out fake dating advice and all this kind of crazy stuff. But they're making thousands of dollars off of people. Some of them bullshit. And it's sad. And there's lines being drawn, you know? But again, lack of leadership is a huge problem, and I'll keep bringing that up because us as men have to do a better job. And there's men that need to just humble themselves and ask other men who they see are pro or who are good leaders, who are leading their households, who have families and are dealing with the issues that go on with families. And it's not perfect, but they're holding it together. They need to go talk to those guys that want that. Those beta guys that may want that kind of situation need to just humble themselves and just ask other men, how do you do it? How do you deal with situations? Just don't go by, just don't go it alone. You have to understand that if you've never been taught this, you gotta ask for it. Or go pay somebody for some advice. And this is why the barbershop is a huge thing and for myself. Because I'm calling these dudes out every day. Because the men that I have around me are accountable men and we hold each other and we hold each other to a higher standard. Therefore, I hold people that come in my business to a higher standard. I, I it's not a perfect thing, but at least they but they have to know. These guys have to know that I hear what you're saying. But you just can't say that around men without being challenged and checked. That's what's going over here. So my leadership 
as my uncle would say, when I called him one day, I said, hey, uncle, how you doing? He said, I'm out here being a man of boys and a man to men. And that's where we are. That's where we are. We have to be a man of boys and a man of men. Those of us who are those type of leaders, who are those dominant men, who are those intelligent men, who know how to rule without spewing uh, demands and things of that nature. Men that aren't trying to prove that they're right, but trying to be understood and trying to bring people out of the dark to a greater understanding, right? I'm watching a podcast and this one guy was just so hell bent and spewing facts, 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 facts. And we understand, right? Men, intelligent men, understand that women think more through their feelings than they do actual facts. Okay. So it's not important for me to bring facts to the table and make you understand that what I'm saying is one plus one equals two. Okay. That is a fact. However, I know that you don't view this equation the same way. So it's not important for me to prove to you that one plus one equals two, but it's to kind of bring you from where you are and where this is, and let's come to the middle and have some discussion and see if we can have some agreement on how to solve this problem that you might have, this disconnect. And you're not gonna reach a person who thinks through the right side of their brain, which deals with everything inside you, your feelings, your emotions, your, your artistic side that looks at everything as a whole to someone who deals with facts, which is you know, a more logical side, which is the left side of the brain, which deals with logic and separation. So we separate things. We break everything down to the minuscule and dissect it. That's not what right side brain thinking people do artists and, 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 and people of that nature do not think linear like that. So when you're having a conversation with someone that you know is more right side brain as a left side brain person, I need to find what's the middle for us. And can we come to the middle instead of me taking a hard line on my left and you on your right and we just don't agree. It's fucking ridiculous because we don't get anywhere with that kind of mindset. Again, either you're a unifier or you're just trying to justify your own ego bullshit. That's what I see out here, guys. And number seven, which is my favorite, relationship suicide best. And I know since I said my seven things and I said that last, I know y'all were like, what the hell does that mean? That is a Sir Inc. concept. And I tell young ladies that I've dated and that I date that I come with a relationship suicide vest. Which means if shit don't go well, if you can't get on my page, if I can't bring you to an understanding that we can be cohesive going forward, then I will blow this shit up. I have no problem with blowing shit up in a moment. 
if we're out somewhere, and I've told I've told this story before, I've been out somewhere, and my ex-wife didn't listen to me. I left her ass. I will fucking leave you in a heartbeat. When I say it's time to go, it's time to go. And I'm never irrational about this, but if it's a situation happening and you don't see it, and I'm like, let's go, I don't need you questioning shit. See, that can end a relationship. Because when things, important things happen, you have to understand, ladies, that men are always thinking in a security mindset. We're always trying to be aware of our surroundings and what's going on or in situations, right? Now, here's where being a good leader comes into play. When I was in Brazil and I was walking with my ex and she heard some guys talking and they might've been like, hey, that's, uh, we heard that. And I'm in a small town. So me coming to a small town is kind of like, they heard this is an American boy. So she heard some guys outside of a, outside of a store bar like, oh, that must be the American boy, right? So she felt like, come on, we need to walk a little faster. She didn't trust the situation. I didn't say, uh, nah, it's cool. We, I'm good. I'm the American boy, whatever. I didn't question anything. I sped my walk up. Because when you're with someone and you trust them and you're not in your fucking environment, you listen. I don't give a fuck if they're your woman, they're your friend. If you're not accustomed to the surroundings and they're saying, I see something that you don't, you don't really speak this language as well as they do. And they say, let's get it. You got to go. Okay. So again, as a man and I'm in situations or we're out here, when I say tap, tap, let's go. I don't need you questioning. You look at me like, is everything okay? And I'm like, nah, we need to go. I just need you to say, okay, we out. I don't need you questioning, well, I'm having a good time. You want to go? All right. <laughs> you don't have to go. Your ass can stay. But just know that what you've done is just click that button on my vest. The clock is ticking on you because now you showed me ultimate disrespect. And if you don't respect me and you don't respect my guidance, my wisdom, then you don't need me. And, it, and it's not even no knock to you. It just means I need somebody that's going to be on my page. And if you're not on my page, my vest, that clock on my vest starts ticking for you, baby. It's about to be night-night. It's about to be a rat. This is about to be over. That is my last piece about this whole podcast. Relationship suicide vest. See... Good guys don't have that. Good guys don't have a relationship suicide vest. Good, these good guys, these beta male guys, they don't always have a line of demarcation that you can't go past. They will allow you to walk all over. They'll allow themselves and you to be shot all up or taken advantage of in a situation or whatever the case may be. They may not even be, there's so much of a simp, they're not even seeing that there's something about to happen. Right? Um, there might be a guy straight disrespecting you, you know, and they won't do anything. You know, they can see this coming and they won't even stop it. They'll let you be taken advantage of. They can see where a guy is kind of edging his way over to talk to you and disrespect you in front of, in front of some people. 
you know, or in front of the whole room, and they won't even stop it. This is what I'm saying, lines of demarcation, relationship suicide vest. You got to know. And women respect men with lines. Guys, you got to have some you got to have some some lines. Because what happens is to these beta to these betas and these and these simps, they have lines. But they'll let you walk over them. But they take that as a slight and they hold on to it and they become bitter inside and they become run down and, and feel unappreciative and all that. They don't fight for their things. They don't fight for their lines of demarcation. They allow you to walk all over them and just act like a little hurt little girl inside. You see that? Y'all knew that. And then when it all come out, y'all sitting there saying, well, damn, why didn't you say something before? I didn't know. And and they just spewing it. And you're like, wow, I'm really like talking to one of my girlfriends. Like, this is, this is how these guys are. They don't know any better because they haven't been raised better. They don't seek guidance from men because they've always been in the bosom of a woman. So they're spoiled little boys. And that's who they bring to the relationship. Thank you for listening, guys. Please give me your feedback. Leave me some feedback on iTunes. Give me a review. Hit me up on Facebook at Sir Inc. Sir Inc. on Instagram. Come check the website out, kingspace.net. Join that community. Be yourself. Express yourself however you want. No censorship. Please. No little kid shit, though, guys. We don't tolerate that kind of stuff. And I appreciate your feedback. Like, you guys give me energy. I appreciate my followers, the the ones, my day ones that's been with me, you know, encouraging me, giving me ideas on content, sharing your lives with me. I appreciate, I appreciate you guys. Without you, there is no me. And um, that's it. Again. I appreciate you. That was quite an experience, wasn't it? Tune in again for a fresh release of Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast.